only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chapter 7 of Carpenter's Geographical Reader, North America. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Carpenter's Geographical Reader, North America by Frank G. Carpenter. Chapter 7 New York and Some of Its Wonders. In coming from Philadelphia to New York, the railroad train brings us only to the banks of the Hudson River at Jersey City. Here we step from the cars into a ferry boat so big that it could not be squeezed into the average city street. It has enormous steam engines upon it which push it through the water, and there are dozens of carts and wagons, and hundreds of men, women, and children with us as ferry passengers. We are soon across the river, the bell rings as we come to the wharf, and we are landed on the island of Manhattan, in the busiest part of New York. We are now in the biggest city of our hemisphere. New York contains more than three millions of people, and it is, with the exception of London, the largest city on the globe. It is hard for us to realize how big New York is. It grows upon us at every step as we travel through it. We ask for a hotel, and hardly know which one to choose, when we find that there are so many in New York that we could lodge in a different place every night for more than three years without going out of the city. The business sections are so crowded with street cars, wagons, and carts that we have to ask a policeman to help us from one side of the street to the other. We see policemen at nearly every street corner. They are dressed in blue uniforms and have silver badges on the breasts of their coats. With a motion of their hands to the drivers, they hold back the wagons for us, and we learn that it takes thousands of such men to keep order here. At first we determine to see the whole city, but find that it has so many streets that it would take weeks for us to walk through them, and we give up the plan in despair. But before we go on, let us stop a moment and think just where new york is for it is its situation that has made it so great the main portion of the city is on the island of manhattan at the mouth of the hudson river but it also includes a portion of the mainland north of manhattan the boroughs of queens and brooklyn on long island and the whole of staten island new york bay which is partly enclosed by the city is one of the best and largest harbors in the world 
the easiest and cheapest route from the sea to the interior of the united states begins at new york this route is by the mohawk valley through which the mohawk river flows into the hudson some of our greatest railroads are built through this low valley the slope of the route over the appalachian highlands is so slight that freight has to be lifted much less upon it than upon the routes across the mountains farther south it is for this reason that goods can be sent more cheaply from the east and from europe to the interior of our country by way of new york than by any other route new york is also connected with the great lakes by the hudson river and the erie canal so that the vast farming regions of the united states lying about and beyond these lakes can send their crops by water to new york to be shipped to europe the island of manhattan is less than fourteen miles long and so narrow that you could walk from one side of it to the other at almost any point in less than an hour its form makes you think of a poorly laid out baseball ground it is in the shape of an irregular diamond squeezed in between two rivers its lowermost point extending out into new york bay it is at the lower part of this island that we land the ground here is so valuable that you would have to cover it with gold dollars to buy it this island is now one of the most valuable pieces of property in the world and it is safe to say that the gold mines of the whole world could not in one year produce money enough to purchase it what do you think the indians got for it they sold it for twenty four dollars they did not think it worth much for it was hard to get out with their little canoes so when some men from holland came to america not quite three hundred years ago and built a fort here they found the indians not unwilling to sell the savages did not then know what money meant and they took their pay in a lot of beads buttons and other small trinkets the dutchmen from holland built a little town upon the island and called it new amsterdam it kept that name until the place was taken by the english when it was named new york it was already the second city of the united states at the time the declaration of independence was signed after the erie canal was opened however new york grew so rapidly that it soon became bigger than any other of our cities and it has been the chief american city from then until now it will probably in the course of a few years be the largest city on the globe we spend some time on broadway this is the main business street of new york it is one of the liveliest and noisiest streets in the world what a crush and jam there is everywhere everyone is on the rush and we are jostled and pushed this way and that as we join the hurrying crowd the sidewalks are fairly black with men women and children who are moving along paying no attention to anyone but themselves the roadway is blocked with moving cars and wagons the drivers of which are scolding at one another how very high the buildings are they are so tall that you could not shoot an arrow up to their roofs some are from twelve to twenty and even twenty-five stories high and in some single buildings in new york there are more men doing business than there are people in a large country village these big office buildings are furnished like palaces you walk through them upon floors of marble numerous elevators are moving up and down from one story to another 
carrying the hundreds of people some of the buildings have post offices in them they have bootblacks rooms and barber shops and many have restaurants in the topmost story higher than the spire of the tallest church steeple everything is business here upon all sides of us there are great wholesale establishments there are stores everywhere there are even stores in the basements and as we go through the side streets we find that thousands of people of new york work in the cellars making all kinds of goods underground we walk up broadway past the city hall square about which some of the big newspaper buildings stand and then turn and go back a few blocks down the street until we come to trinity church one of the oldest and most beautiful buildings in the united states it is made of brownstone and there is a large churchyard about it in which are the tombstones of some of the most famous americans of the past the churchyard is a beautiful place filled with flowers and trees and it seems strangely peaceful in contrast with the pushing throng on broadway we enter and stand for a moment by the tomb of robert fulton he was the man who made the claremont the first steamboat that sailed on the hudson river the claremont made its first trip from new york to albany in eighteen hundred seven its voyage proved that the steamship could be made a commercial success and robert fulton may be called the father of the thousands of steamships which now come to new york every year near him in the old churchyard lies captain james lawrence the hero of the frigate chesapeake whose famous don't give up the ship immortalized his memory and at the lower end of the yard we see the white marble monument under which lie the remains of alexander hamilton one of the founders of our government who was shot by aaron burr in a duel leaving the churchyard we cross broadway and take a walk down one of the most wonderful streets in the world we are in wall street and all about us are the buildings which contain the offices of the men who own and control much of the wealth of the united states wall street may be called the money capital of our country the greatest of our railroads are managed from here here is the stock exchange where all kinds of stocks are bought and sold by stocks you know are meant shares in different business companies such as railroads steamships telegraphs and telephones the prices of stocks sometimes change very quickly for a variety of reasons and men make and lose fortunes in buying and selling them it is in the stock exchange that such business is done we are admitted to the gallery of the building and we look down upon one of the most curious sights in the world in the big room below us there are hundreds of well-dressed men some with hats on and some with none running to and fro pulling and yelling at one another they are the bankers and brokers who are the members of the exchange it costs each of them twenty thousand dollars for the privilege of buying and selling here each has a little notebook in one hand and a pencil in the other and with these he jots down his purchases and sales telegraph boys rush in and out through the crowd and the sight makes us think of a lot of madmen rather than a body of sensible people an enormous business is done and billions of dollars change hands on that floor every year nearby we find the produce exchange where grain of all kinds is bought and sold 
new york is one of the chief grain markets of the world and in this exchange wheat corn and oats are not sold by the bushel but by the thousands of bushels the smallest amount you can buy or sell is five thousand bushels and so much changes hands that millions of bushels are often bought in one day we next visit the cotton exchange where men buy and sell cotton in large quantities and our heads fairly swim as we try to understand the vast sums which it takes to manage the business of this one city of our country we are in fact anxious to get out of the bustle and we walk down a side street to rest our eyes and ears before taking the broadway cable cars to make our way farther uptown to the hotel where we shall stop overnight End of chapter 7、lucky、Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli I guess aha in my dentist's office More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.